Welcome to Professor Forever. I am the Professor Forever. I'm excited to talk about ghosts today. I've had a lot of experience with ghosts. I do believe in ghosts. I do, I do, I do. Do you believe in ghosts? When I think of the word ghost, I think of different definitions. Of course, I think of the stereotypical ghost the kind that is brought up in literature, the Casper-like ghost, even the scary ghost. I also think of ghosts that are personal to me, people who have passed on, who have visited me. And I also think about people who were in my life at one time maybe in a limited capacity, who are no longer in my life. I think of them as the living dead, but not like zombies. They're ghosts. They are people who were in my life in some way, say, a person who was a cashier at a store I went to many times, or someone in my third grade class that I wasn't friends with but knew. They are someone who may or may not be living in the world out there. But as far as I'm concerned, they are dead because I will never have contact with them again in my life. More about that later. In the last podcast, I talked about my nephew, Mike. He is a ghost to me. He has visited me since his passing. In one significant event, he visited me and a friend who were driving in the car. We were driving in the car and we had been discussing something. There was a silence and then we heard a sigh coming from the back seat and moving up to the space in between the two front seats. We looked at each other and we said, that was Mike. We both knew what he sounded like when he was riding with us in the car and would lean forward to be part of the conversation in the front seat. And we both knew what his sigh sounded like. It was very distinct, it was not quiet, and we knew it was him. It was a great experience. Most of my experiences with ghosts are great experiences. I've never had a bad experience with a ghost. I have had uncomfortable ones. My history with ghosts goes way back. to when I was a child. I think I'm going to get into that particular ghost event in a later podcast. But I wanna say I began looking for ghosts. I don't wanna say ghost hunting. I don't like that term. It makes me feel like I'm looking for them to exterminate them or 
kill them. And that is certainly not what I am doing. What I am doing is looking for them to make contact to see if I can help these entities in any way. That history goes back for me to 2002. My first ghost experience that I was looking for and actually happened to me. It happened to me in Des Plaines, Illinois, at a forest preserve called Robinson Woods. There is a grave there. It's the Robinson family estate. There was a woman who married a Native American chief. And she is buried there. And I had read that people had experiences with the ghost of this woman. I went there with a friend. I read some Edgar Allan Poe poetry, poetry of her day. And all of a sudden, the air was just completely filled with the smell of lilac. This was in November. There were no leaves on any trees. They were bare. And the air was just full of this lilac smell. People were coming up on a path. And as soon as they got pretty close, that lilac smell disappeared immediately. Not one figment of that smell was left. Then when they passed on and I started reading again, the smell came back up. There was no explanation, no natural explanation for this smell. That experience really got me hooked. Since then, I've been to many states, many haunted places, and places that are just older or actually anywhere. I've had ghost experiences just about everywhere I look for them. I think it's kind of ridiculous that ghost hunters look for ghosts only in the dark. What does dark have to do with it? I'm not sure. Anyway, I don't have much luck with ghost images. I have taken many pictures, photographs of places where I have been looking for ghosts, but I haven't really found that medium to be effective for my gift, and I do have a gift. The gift is making contact with ghosts through sound. There is a phenomenon called an electronic voice phenomena. That is when ghost hunters, ghost seekers use Recorders ask questions in an area that they feel ghost activity is likely to be and then hear back on the recording 
sounds from disembodied entities. I have captured some really great EVPs. As a matter of fact, I think I will share one right now. So I should say, if it makes you feel weird to hear a disembodied voice, maybe you would like to fast forward through this cast about 20 seconds. I want to give you a little context for this first one. I was in a dormitory. I had two ghost hunters helping me. We were also using a spirit box, something that uses energy and a word bank to say words from another source. When you hear a robotic voice in this recording, that's the spirit box. I'm talking to my two friends, asking them about temperatures. Someone's alarm goes off. But at the end, you're going to hear the entity respond to my question. We did not hear anything at the time we were recording. Here I go. Did you hear it? In this next one, I was at the Queen Mary. There is a place near the swimming pool, that's no longer in use, where a woman was raped and murdered. I wanted to see if I could get in contact with her to see if there was anything I could do to help her move on, bring her something. And this is what I heard the first time I was there by the place of her death. You can play that one over for yourself if you didn't hear it, but I said, my hands are feeling very tingly. And when I played it back, I heard, please don't. In the first one, you heard, let go. I cannot explain these disembodied voices. I don't know what they mean. I don't know where they come from. I have a theory 
I got this theory from learning about parallel universes and from watching the 2001 movie, The Others. Without giving away the plot of that movie, I've come to believe that there is a fine line between universes, between dimensions. And it seems to be possible that some people in each dimension can get close to that line, close enough to make contact, in my case, with sound. Time is not an issue in this dimensional contact. Do you have ghost experiences? Do you think I'm crazy? I'm not sure what I'm going to do with my gift, but I feel damn sure I'm supposed to do something with it. That something just hasn't come to me yet. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this talk about ghosts. I hope it gets you thinking about what ghost means to you. Thanks for listening. Get thinking. She's got no lessons planned for me Because she's not that fancy She's a professor forever Professor forever